How many here realize that faith can make a huge difference in your life? I'm talking about the faith that God has deposited within your spirit tonight. Amen. Now, how many know that you've got to feed your faith and starve your doubts to death? Amen. You've got to feed your faith. You've got to feed your spiritual nature, which is your spirit. Amen. You've got to take care of your natural body so it can stay healthy. And, you know, there's times we have to stir up the Word of God in our life to experience the benefits of that Word. Amen? Now, here's a scripture for you tonight to start out with. How many here want to experience everything that God has for you in this life? I mean, you don't want to miss out on anything. Amen? I mean, for that reason, we need to be alert coming to church and, and read our Bibles daily and be expecting the best from God. You know, even when that offering was released tonight, how many know we walk by faith, not by sight? So even when the offering is being received and you plant seed, we shouldn't treat it like, okay, throw a little seed in, you know, praise the Lord. No, we should treat it like, man, I, like Pastor Jones said, I have worked for this money. I'm putting it in there, and I'm releasing my faith for a breakthrough. I'm releasing my faith for every promise that God has given me, the windows of heaven being open, and increase to come into my life, because that's what God wants for me. So don't treat the Word of God casually, and there is a scripture for that. And, and, and the Bible talks about uh, uh, diligently seeking the Lord, amen, about everything that you do. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 35 says this. For whosoever, how many here is a whosoever tonight? <laughs> whosoever, all right? So God is speaking to everyone. He, he doesn't have favorites. I mean, God's not a respecter of people. He loves you, amen. And here he says this. Whosoever findeth me. Listen to this now. Findeth life. I mean, when you found Jesus, you found life. Amen? I mean, you found the real life. Whosoever findeth me findeth life. And look at this. And shall obtain favor of the Lord. Get ready. Come on, get ready. Now that you found the Lord, come on, now that you have found the Lord, you find life. What kind of life? Abundant life, super abundant life, good life. Amen? How many know you found a good God? You didn't find a bad God. You found a good God. Well, how many know God's got good things for if he's a good God? Come on. He's got good things for us. And one thing that God wants to do is give us favor here on this earth so that we can experience his blessings, experience his best. How many know God favors his children? Come on. He's surely not going to favor the unrighteous and, and favor those that, that despise the Lord. He's going to favor the righteous, his kids. Amen? God wants to bless his kids. Uh, Kate McVeigh said one time, one day of favor is worth a thousand days of labor. I, I like that. One day, just one day of favor is worth a thousand days of labor. You know, God just to favor you. Uh, Tom, you said tonight you, you, you got a job. Come on. God has favored Tom. He found a job. Now, you're not excited. He, did, he was looking for a job, praying for a job, believing for God. He got a job. And he said, oh, cool. Now, come on. He found a job tonight. Amen. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's awesome. He, God favored. There's probably millions of people looking for a job, and he found a job. He's a righteous man of God that was believing God for a job, and he's got one. God's favor. You know, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For he hath made him Jesus, that's God made Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made, come on, the righteousness of God in Christ. 
God has brought us into right standing with him. And because of that, we are now God's children. Come on. We are God's children. And God said, I am for you, not against you. I'm on your side. Amen. I'm with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. God is our Father. Amen. Jesus is our Savior. And God is going to favor righteous people because we're in the family of God. We're the household of faith. And God wants you to be blessed. And you have to have that expectancy. Yeah, the Lord wants to bless me. You can't walk around thinking that, 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 that God doesn't like you. You've got to walk around thinking, man, God really loves me. See, he does more than like you. He loves you. Amen. I mean, he demonstrated his love for you. You don't have to wonder about it. God has demonstrated his love for us. He poured out his blood. He shed his blood for us. He's redeemed us. Redeemed us from darkness. Redeemed us from poverty. Come on. Redeemed us from eternal damnation. And I'm gonna, God says, I'm going to favor you because I love you. You're in the family. You've chosen me. And now because you've chosen me, you've found life. And you've also found the blessings and the favor of the Lord. Amen. And you can go and read in so many, so many scriptures about that God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Amen. We've got the nature of God, the goodness of God. But we're going to skip that tonight because of the time. Galatians 3.29 says this. And if ye be Christ. Now notice that, notice that little word if. If ye be Christ. All right. So if you're in the family of God tonight, you've got to understand something. God's done something supernatural for you that are in Christ. He says, if you be in Christ, then are you, listen to me now, Abraham's seed. You are Abraham's seed. And what? That qualifies you. For what? To be heirs to all the promises of God. Amen. If you're born again, you have Jesus in your heart, he's talking about you because if you be Christ, if you be Christ, then you are of the seed of Abraham. And God says, and, and the blessings that I have pronounced upon Abraham will come upon generations and generations. Amen. We're of the seed of Abraham and we're blessed. Amen. We are surely blessed. We belong to Jesus. And you know, every time you see a scripture in the Bible, every time you see in the, a, a promise in the Bible, you and I ought to just say, you know, God, just go ahead and count me in on that. <laughs> Amen. Every time you read a promise. Just go ahead and count me in. You know, we gave, we gave tonight. Amen. And, and I love that scripture that you use. He's never going to, uh, that one you just, I just wrote it down. You, 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 that, uh, the one in Galatians. How that, uh, you know, how did I, how did I, did you write that? I wrote it down. How'd it go? Oh, yeah, there it is. A man's harvest in life will depend entirely upon what he sowed. So tonight, I sowed. So how many know you can expect a harvest tonight? Amen. When you sow your seed, you can expect a harvest. That's God's reward. That's God's reward. Amen. Say, I'll take that too. <laughs> Amen. When you see a promise in the Word and you act on it, then you can say, I'll take that too. Amen. Genesis 12, 2 says this. For example, here's how when you're reading the Bible and you, you're reading up on your covenant, you're reading up on what you're an heir to, 
says, I will make you a great nation, Abraham, he's saying, and I will bless you. You can say, well, you know, I'll take that too. Say that, then I'll take that too. I'll, I'll take that blessing, and uh, I'll make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Say, I want to do that too. Amen. I mean, how many want to be a blessing? How many know you really can't be a, a blessing in a great degree unless somehow you've been blessed? See, I can be a blessing to people spiritually because I have been blessed spiritually. I've been born again, amen? I've been called. I'm an ambassador for Jesus, so now I can go into the nations, and I can go and help people get saved. I can help people obtain their healing. I can be a major source of encouragement to people's lives, amen, because I've got the goods. Say, I've got the goods. Come on, how many of you got the goods? You got Jesus on the inside. You've got the anointing on your life. You're an ambassador for him, so you got the goods. So now you're anointed. I said you're anointed. It doesn't make a difference how you feel. You are anointed. And you've got the gift on the inside of you, and all you have to do is rise up and get bold and start speaking for Jesus. Come on. And, and anybody that would ask about the hope that's in you, I mean, when they see you walking around with your shoulders high and a smile on your face, and you get, you're excited about working, they're going to say, what is with you? You can say, I can tell you what's with me. I know Jesus, man. The greater one lives on the inside of me. Amen? And you can begin to minister life to people and encourage people. Genesis 17, 2 well, did I give you Genesis 15, 1 yet? Okay, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham, I am your shield. I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. Well, say, I'll take that too. If you did it for Abraham, he'll do it for you. He's your shield and exceeding great reward. What's your reward? The Lord, amen, his blessings. Genesis 17, 2 says, Then I will make my covenant between me and you. Look at what he says he'll do. And I will subtract from you. No. He says, I'm going to multiply. <laughs> Come on. He said, he said, I'll make my covenant between me and you. And I'm going to multiply you. Do we serve a multiplying God or a subtracting God? God says, I'm going to multiply the seed you sow. God said, I'm going to become your exceeding great reward. I'm going to multiply things in your life. Amen? I'm going to bless your life. I'm going to not just add, I'm going to multiply things to you. And see, you can see increase more and more. Galatians 3.13. Let's just turn over there so you can see what scripture that I'm talking about. Look in Galatians real quickly. I mean, this is our covenant. I mean, every time you go to this scripture, you ought to shout. Christ hath redeemed us. From the curse of the law being made a curse for us. Can you say amen? Look at verse 4. That the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Just go ahead, just go ahead and skip down to uh, verse 18. For if the inheritance be of the law is no more of the promise, but God gave it to Abraham by promise. Oh, verse 16. Now to Abraham and his seed were the promises what? Made. He saith not, and to seeds as of many, but as of one, and to thy seed, which is Christ. Now look at verse 29. That's the scripture I want to turn to. And, and if you belong to Christ, and if you are Christ, then are you Abraham's seed. Now notice that word, and you are heirs according to the promise. Amen? So how many that all the promises belong to us, and how many know we receive them by, by faith, by believing? Amen? By believing his promises. So, we have all these promises that God has given us. 
Look in Hebrews 8, 6. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. He's given all these wonderful promises to who? To you and I, to those that are Christ, to those that are of the seed of Abraham. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. Look what it says here. But now he hath obtained a more excellent ministry, by how much also he is the mediator of a, what does it say? A better covenant. That's Jesus. Which was established upon, what? Better promises. They say, God's promised me some things. You know, God has promised you and I some things. Amen? And I mean, not just, not just the things I had in the Old Testament, but God has added to it. He's added some good things to it. Amen? And you know, the faith we have is a source that initiates, that initiates the flow of these blessings in our life. Amen? Otherwise, I'd just come to everybody. But the faith we have initiates these promises by us doing what? I'm going to give you some things that will initiate the beginning or the increase to some of the favor of God in your life. And how many know when you become aware that there is some favor out there, that there's some blessings for you out there, there's some promises out there, how many can have faith for it? Okay? So faith is the source. It's, the, it's what he initiates the flow of this favor. The Bible says in Romans 1:17 that the just shall live by faith. So we know that it takes faith to please God. Mark eleven twenty four, in the King James says, Therefore I say unto you, how many of us you tonight he's talking to, make it personal, what things soever you desire. Let me ask you something tonight. In a Bible-believing church where we are believing for the best and believing for good things, do you have any desires? Do you have some desires? If you don't have some desires, you need to get some. I can't do that for you. But you should have some desires, amen, in your life. Whatever it might be that you, that you desire to do. Therefore I say unto you what things soever you desire. Now years ago, we had a Bible desire. And that is, we decided, because of me going to Central America and, and doing a lot of mission work, I seen all the little children. I started going to all the orphanages. I go into all the hospitals, all the armories, and all over, all over Central America. And one day I went to this little, uh, to this little, uh, what would you call it, children's home. And uh, all these little children were in there. And when I went out the door and down the stairway, there's little, one little girl, as I walked down that stairway, Brother Bill looked at me with those big Guatemalan brown eyes and went like this, take me home with you. And I uh, went home and we talked and I found out that they, you can adopt babies and I told my wife, I said, you know, would you consider, should we consider not having any more of our children and help some children that do not have moms and dads because of the war and uh, a lot of homeless children all over Guatemala sleeping on the streets. And uh, so we started praying about it. And we got a big, big, huge desire begin to rise up on the inside of us. We got a vision to adopt our first little baby. And her, she is called Baby Cake. Is she here tonight? No, she's serving somewhere. Okay, she just had her 19th birthday. 
And then, of course, uh, you know, the Bible said God will give you the desires of your heart. But you know something? We had to do our part. Now, let me tell you something. How many of you have ever adopted a child before? Raise your hand. One, two. All right, not too many. You, okay. Let me tell you something right now. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of faith to, to, to go through that process. But the biggest thing is we had a desire and we had faith for it. You know what? God gave us the first child and then the second child and Sarah over there and Matthew. And, and he gave us the desires of our heart. Amen? So in that case, we had to release our faith. And I can't tell you how long a process it was, what it took and all that. But we experienced the favor of God, the blessings of God. And the most wonderful thing is we're able to adopt three children and raise them. And here they are in the family of God at our church tonight. Oh, you know, I made it maybe easy for me to say, but let me tell you that God did give us the desires of our heart. So whether you're desiring to have a baby or adopt a baby or getting married or whatever it is, let me tell you right now, you need to get your faith out there for it. And the Lord will bless you. Can you say amen? So what things... Therefore, I say unto you, what things do you ever desire when you notice it? When you pray. When you pray. When you pray. When you pray. Believe that you receive them. When do we believe we receive them? When we pray. Amen. And ye shall have them. When does that happen? Well, the manifestation, the manifestation, the actual, ever, uh, you know, the manifestation of that prayer, it could be an hour. It could be a day. It could be a week. In our case, it was about three or four months. Okay? But you know something? We had faith from the day we prayed. We believe we received the answer the day we prayed. That's called faith. And now faith continued to propel us on. Our patience undergirded us. Amen? And we've seen the manifestation of all those adoptions. We just continue to march in faith. Continue to keep our hope alive. Amen? But, but we had to ask the Lord to help us. We, we, we asked the Lord to move in our, in our behalf. So first of all, in order to experience all of God's favor, you know, you and I have got to be 100% convinced that God truly wants to give you the desires of your heart. You've got to be 100% convinced that God is a good God, and he, he wants to favor you. I mean, God, God is just really wanting to get the blessings to our life. How many want that for your children? I mean, you just really want to bless your children. You want to help them in, all, in every way you can. Well, God's that way. Amen? And uh, God's divine favor. And this confidence is going to come by getting into the Word. Amen? And, and meditating on the Word day and night and, uh, and continue to hear the Word to, to, to uh, feed that desire that you have and continue to, to just know that God's for me, not against me, and this is going to work. Amen? So number two, we've got to pray. You've got to be convinced that it's God's will for you to have favor. Okay? Number two, you've got to pray uh, for God's favor, to experience His favor. You've got to pray. You say, Lord, uh, for example... There, there's times we, we needed some really favor. You know, we, we were told one time, well, uh, the ICFM, ICFM Convention of Texas, there's no rooms left. There's no rooms left at all. You know, we want to kind of stay where all of our friends were and all that. Nope, the rooms are all sold out. So what we did was we prayed. We agreed. And, Father, I thank you that you can open up a spot for us. Lord, would you give us favor at that hotel? Somebody in that multi- Big, huge hotel, somebody's going to cancel. 
Not one of the preachers, but one of the, somebody's going to cancel. <laughs> I'm getting my faith out there for it. Amen? Now, Lord, I ask you to grant us favor to us that we get in there. And guess what? Guess what happened? We end up getting favor, and we end up getting a room. That was the favor of God. He gave us the desires of heart. But you know something? I'm convinced that if I would have never prayed and asked the Lord for it or expected it, I would have never got it. Well, thank you for your enthusiasm. So we, we've got to believe that God wants to favor us, but then we must ask in prayer. Can you say amen? Mark eleven twenty four. 24, I just quoted to you, what things shall we desire when you pray? Believe that you receive it and you shall have it. And you shall have it could be a period of time, okay? Uh, look at Matthew chapter 21. We're talking about believing now, okay? It isn't just a matter of confessing. It is a matter of believing what you pray. Matthew chapter 21. Now, what's a good sign that you believe what you pray? You're going to start acting like it. You're going to start talking like it. You say, well, I still don't understand. Well, we went ahead and went out and started buying toys for our little baby that wasn't home yet. We started getting clothes. We started uh, painting the crib. We started getting a room ready. We started doing all those things. We knew that the baby was on the way. Now, all that we had was a little video of her. That's all we had. And we knew that the mother could change her mind anytime she wanted to, okay, and all that kind of stuff. But you know something? We got ready for it. We confessed it. We started telling people, thank God, we're adopting a little, a little baby girl, and, uh, you know, she's on the way, and one day we're going to fly down and pick her up. And uh, that's exactly what we did. Amen. Look at uh, uh, verse uh, 19. Well, actually, look at uh, Matthew chapter 21. Let's just go right to verse 22. And all things, and all things, how many know faith pertains to all things? Whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. Whatsoever you shall ask in what? Prayer. Notice, and whatever you shall ask in prayer, what? Believing. believing. Is that me? Whatever you ask in prayer, believing, believing, ye. How many know that ye means me and ye? Amen. Ye, what? Shall what? Receive. How many of you got to have confidence when you pray? How many of you got to believe when you pray? He says, whatever you pray about, all things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Now look at verse 22 in the Amplified. It says, whatever you ask in prayer, having faith, having faith. And, and you know what it says in parentheses? And really believing. Hello. What are you talking about? I'm talking about there's some unbelieving believers out there. <laughs> I'm talking about the believers, but they really don't believe anything. They don't believe this stuff, you know. Well, I'll tell you right now, you, 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 you gotta, you've got to go ahead and believe God. You, you've got you've to know that God is a good God. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. Amen? You've got to have faith for it. All right, number three. Number three. Look at Luke chapter 17. And, that, and number three is this. You've got to acknowledge that every time you experience favor, every time you experience a degree of favor, listen, Here's how it works. We need to be thankful for the little things. We need to be grateful for the little things. So when you experience a degree of favor, I believe we ought to say thank the Lord for it. Because if we're not thankful for the little things, why would we be thankful for even, you know what I'm saying? For even an increase of favor. If we're not even expressing our gratitude and our thanksgiving. Here's a, here's a good example of it. If you look in Luke chapter 17, I read this over again this evening. Luke chapter 17, in uh, verse 12, Jesus w was out ministering, went into a village, and met 
was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and they raised up their voices and called, Master, take pity and have mercy on us. That was their request. And when he saw them, he said to them, go at once. Now notice, the first thing they did was ask him. They asked him to have grace and mercy on them, right? He said, okay, go at once, show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, now how many know that as they went was an act of faith? Because they hadn't changed yet. Nothing had changed yet. But as they went, are you walking by faith tonight? As you go, are you walking by faith tonight? That's how desires come to pass. That's how favor begins to flow is when you trust him and you walk out in faith. Amen? And when he saw them, you know, God just honors faith. I can, you can just write that down. God honors faith. He really does. He, he favors those that walk by faith. Let me tell you right now, I, I can remember even in that adoption that I would get up at 5 o'clock and maybe 4.30 in the morning. I have a friend of mine, I said, I was aggressive. I mean, I was aggressive where people would go by mail and take time and months and all that. I was aggressive. I got in my car and says, I'm going to beat the Milwaukee uh, consulate. I'm driving all the way down to Chicago consulate. I'd drive there and be there by 7 o'clock in the morning and be sitting there on the floor. And the moment the door opened, I had my papers there. I said, could you stamp these right now? I went from there after stamping right over to the, to the Guatemalan airline there in Chicago and had them fly it overnight and be there the next morning. But you know something? I did all that by faith because I, I had, I walk, we walked by faith, not by sight. I had no guarantee any of it was going to work, but by faith I could see it being done. Can you say amen? See, faith is an act. Write that down in your notes tonight. Faith is an act. It really is. You've got to act like God's going to bless you. You've got to expect that God is going to bless you. You've got to go about life knowing, praise God, whatever I put my hand to is going to prosper. Can you say amen? You just can't sit at home and say, well, I hope it comes. You know, I hope this does this. Uh, you know, you've got to go ahead and do something with your faith. Faith is an act. Faith is doing something. I know about you, but I'm preaching myself happy. All right. And then it goes to show you something. And they went and they were cured. And they were cured and made clean. Look at this. And then one of them, one of them, upon seeing that he was cured, turned back, recognizing and thanking and praising God with a loud voice. And he fell prostrate at Jesus' feet. Look at this. Amplified. Thanking him. Thanking Jesus. Over and over. The thought was over and over again. He was thanking Jesus, man. You changed my life. You healed my body. You had mercy on me. Thank you, Jesus. You say you get pretty excited. I do. I get excited when God blesses me. I'm thankful when God blesses me. All of you that gave me birthday presents, I'm sorry. I've been so busy. I haven't wrote thank you notes yet. But I'm thankful. <laughs> I am. I am thankful for even the hat I got tonight from Silver Dollar City. Living the good life. It says, living the good life. Amen. I'm thankful. Are you thankful tonight? Are you excited about Jesus tonight? You know, I think, I got, I think God gets excited when you get excited. If you're not excited about the Lord tonight, I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure God's so excited about your excitement. All right. All right. <laughs> he was thanking Jesus over and over. And it's amazing, out of all that, Jesus patiently said, okay, now, let me just ask you a question. Where are the other nine? Was there no one found to return? In other words, didn't the others even think about possibly coming back? Amen, and showing their excitement and thanksgiving. He said, no, to, to recognize and, and give thanks and praise to God, except 
this alien? What does that tell us tonight? Maybe one out of ten is thankful. Could it be, come on, could it be, could it be, could it be, could it be, could it be that more people would experience more blessings if they would acknowledge God's grace and God's goodness and don't have the attitude, well, I deserve it. Don't have that attitude. When somebody blesses you with a peanut butter sandwich, say, thank you. I appreciate it. Some of these interns said, yes, yes, give me a peanut butter sandwich. I'm ready for it. Amen. But, you know, we should have it on our heart to bless the interns. Amen. You know, they're not working jobs. They're believing in God. So, you know, you know, make sure you listen to your spirit about blessing them. Amen. All right. So how many here will purpose to be more thankful and take the time to acknowledge God's goodness? Would you do that? I believe you should do that. I, I, I believe you should be a very thankful person. All right. Now, Psalm 115, verse 14. Let me give you another point tonight. Let me tell you this. I was praying today. I really pray that you, as a believer here at Living Word Church, experience favor. I want you to experience favor. You know, because God wants you to experience favor. And uh, listen, I, I wouldn't doubt that some of you have had some setbacks in some area of your life this year. Setbacks. Maybe setbacks in your dreams. Remember, I said, don't let the devil see your dreams. Don't let the devil see your dreams. Okay, setbacks. Maybe you had some setbacks. You know, maybe a loss of a loved one. Maybe this or this or that. Okay. I, listen, I, I know many people go through a lot of challenging things. But I'm going to tell you right now, you stay in faith. You don't give up. You don't look back. You keep your eyes on Jesus. Paul said, man, I've got to focus on God. I can't look, look back. I cannot look back. I've got a purpose to forget what's behind me. Come on. I've got a purpose to forget what's behind me and press on to the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I'm going to tell you, I talked to the kids at chapel today, in a very inspiring scripture, you know, that in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, in the, in the Living Bible. You want me to give it to you? Listen to this. I just happened to bring it along tonight. Listen to this. Romans 10, 11. For the scriptures tell us, in the Living Bible, for the scriptures tell us, this is good. Just one word from God can encourage you a little bit. Amen? For the scriptures tell us that no one who believes in Christ will ever be disappointed. Amen. Woo! Amen? Amen? No one who believes in Jesus will ever be disappointed. Let me tell you right now, Jesus has never disappointed you. Come on, don't lie on God now. Jesus has never disappointed you. He is your best friend. He has never once disappointed you. You may have disappointed yourself or others may have disappointed you. How many know we get disappointed in life? People disappoint us. Husbands and wife disappoint each other. Thank you for that. How many know husbands and wife can disappoint each other? Children can disappoint their parents. Earthly bosses can disappoint workers. I mean, these are things we experience. And this, but let me tell you something for sure. God will never disappoint you. Because God is for you, not against you. He's on your side. He never lies. Yes, keep believing in people. But let me tell you something. Keep your eyes on Jesus because he will never, ever disappoint you. Because God says he's going to take you to heaven. And there you are going. Can you say amen? He said he's forgiven you of your sins. And he has done that. God says, I'm going to give you grace and mercy and favor. God is doing that. God says, I'm going to be your main source of encouragement on this earth. And God is that. Can you say amen? 
God is a good God. Psalm 115 verse 14 says, The Lord shall increase you more and more. You and your children. In other words, God's plan is to increase us more and more. Not decrease you, increase you more and more. So release your faith for an increase of God's favor in your life. Amen? Amen? Why? Because God wants you to have favor everywhere you go and everything that you do. He wants you to be the head, not the tail. Above and not beneath. He wants you to be more, more, more than a conqueror. Victorious in all things. Thanks be unto God, 2 Corinthians 2.14, who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Don't look where you're at. Look where you're going. Don't look at where you've been. Look at where you're going. See yourself by faith overcoming in life. See yourself out of debt. See yourself by faith having a job. Come on. See yourself being a happy person. See yourself seeing your children all serving the Lord one day. Don't give up on them. Come on. We walk by faith, not by sight. Here's an encouraging scripture. Why we can, why, that's why we can look at the word and say, man, I'll take that. I'll take that encouragement. I'll take that promise. Amen. Here it says in Ephesians 3.20, Now unto him, Jesus, who by in consequence of the action of his power in the amp- that is at work within us, he is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly. Amen. That's why this scripture right here can keep your faith alive. You can have that constant expectation that God's favor is about to overtake you. Don't ever turn the switch of faith off. Come on. Don't ever give up on God. Don't give up on his promises. Don't give up on his word. Keep the switch of faith turned on. What a wonderful voice. Amen. Super abundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think. (laughs) My wife is really smiling. I know when I start singing in the shower, they all come and shut the doors. Is that a sign or what? <laughs> all right. Amplified Bible, Ephesians 3.20, that God is able to do super abundantly, far above, over, above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, above our highest prayers, above our highest prayers and desires, above our thoughts, above our hopes, our, our aspirations, our dreams. God is able to do much better than all that. Even more than you can dream about. God said, I want to favor you. I want to favor you. I want to bless you. I want you walking in health. I want you walking in dominion. I want you to walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you to make a difference in this world. I want you to shake nations for me. I want you to do something great for me. Come on. But you've got to stir up your faith. You've got to be believing God. You can't say a whole hum and have couch potato faith. Come on. You've got to get with the program and stir up the word of God in your life and stir up the desires in your life and expect something good. Something good. Come on. Something good is about to happen to you. Say, I'll take that. Something good. I, your faith is alive. I'm able to, God's able to do abundantly, super abundantly above that which I ask or think. Amen. David said in Psalm 23, 5, my cup. Runneth over. Say, I'll take that too. (laughs) I mean, we might as well. My cup runneth over. I like that song. So blessed. 
I can't contain it. So blessed, I got to give it away. Amen? Remember that song, So Blessed? I won't sing it. <laughs> I can't contain it. Amen? So blessed, I want to give it away. Hallelujah. This brother went down to Branson one day to get a cappuccino, put a little ticket in the box, and came back with a brass boat. Isn't that right? $22,000 bass boat. How much you pay for that ticket? Uh, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Favor. God wanted that tithe in this church. Amen. If I can get it through you, I can get it to you. And Brian says, yes, Lord, if you do it, I'll tithe. And he did, and we did, and we're all enjoying it. So blessed, I can't contain it. So blessed, I've got to give it away. Well, do you want that in your life? I mean, you, if you had an extra twenty, thirty thousand dollars in your account tonight, and said the Lord said, "Just go ahead and give the church a thousand dollars," would you do it? Why wouldn't you? We're we're about to build the kingdom, amen. Building, we're about kingdom business. Well, the, the Lord doesn't mind you being prosperous and blessed as long as you remember the Lord. As long as you remember the Lord, amen. All right. The next point, number five. Our confession should be daily. Thank. You, Jesus, for your favor in my life. Sometimes we forget, don't we? Sometimes we forget to thank the Lord for favor, don't we? How many know that when we say, Lord, I thank you for your favor today, what's that doing? Favor is activating the promise of God. What do we do when we walk by faith? Lord, I'm just going to thank you today for your favor. I receive by faith your blessings for my life today. I receive your favor for my life today, whatever, whatever that might that be. Amen. You may say, I'm, I'm believing for your favor to flow in that area of a job today. And you receive that job. Amen? And uh, confess God's favor every single day. How many know by heart what Philippians 4.19 says? My God. Everybody say, my God. Shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For Psalm 512, that your favor surrounds my family, my children, my church, my pastor, my leaders, my friends, my family, surrounds us as a shield. And Lord, you are my shield and exceeding great reward. I've got my faith out there today for the rewards of the Lord, for the blessings of the Lord. What is that? Goodness and mercy and grace. God's favor. Can you say amen? And the Bible says God wants us to give us favor with him and with people here on this earth. So how many know that one little bit of favor is worth a thousand days of labor? Amen. Let's stand. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. I could give you more, but being it's a Wednesday night, and I promise to make a shorter service, we're going to quit right there. Did you get something out of that? Amen. Come on, I want her to stir up your faith tonight. So stir up your faith to be expecting God's blessings on your life. Now, how many know we have to put ourselves in a position to receive from the Lord? Amen. And pray. Acknowledge his blessings. Pray and, and ask the Lord to help you, bless you in everything you're going to do that day. And Lord, you say, I need to experience favor in what I'm going to do today. Say, Lord, I, I ask you to favor me in that situation. Amen. Whatever it might be, the Lord wants to help you. You know, the Lord actually wants to help you. I mean, ask the Lord to help you, whatever it is that you're doing, and he will help you. Amen. The Bible says, don't come as a cringing coward. Come boldly. As a believer, come boldly before the throne room of God and ask for help.
in time of need. Amen? Amen. Let's go ahead and pray tonight. Hallelujah. I, you know, I really don't know what, what needs you have tonight, but the Lord knows. The Lord knows exactly what you need tonight. Father, tonight we come boldly before the throne room of God tonight. Come on, picture yourself before the throne room of God. God is looking down from his holy habitation in heaven saying, I love you, I'm for you. And Father, I pray that you look down and release your favor, Father, to flow to every single individual here tonight, every family, those, Father, that are believing you, Father, for for the desires of the heart. I pray tonight, Lord, you give them and begin to work on giving them the desires of the heart. And Lord, if they have to reposition themselves, if they have to go ahead and adjust themselves a little bit, and Lord, maybe if there's something not quite, but Lord, you show them how to walk in love and walk in forgiveness, walk by faith, change what they've been saying. But Father, we're saying tonight that you're a good God. You're a good God. And you favor the righteous. And favor surrounds us. We receive that by faith. Now, Father, if we've said anything that will nullify our prayers, anything that would, would, be, would, would hold back the blessings, we are sorry. We are guilty. Forgive us, Lord. And we say with our mouth, you're a good God. And you are good to me. And our faith is released in all the promises of, of God. Lord, with long life, you'll satisfy us. We receive that. Hallelujah. Father, you said that you'd prosper us and uh, that we might have good success when we study the Word. So, Father, thank you for prospering us, helping us to succeed in all that we do. We confess you're our strength tonight. You're our deliverer. And you are. Come on. The Lord is our healer. He is our healer. Say, I receive that too. He is my healer. I receive healing to my body. Put your hand on your body and say, I receive healing tonight. I receive healing tonight. The Lord is my healer. He is a great Jehovah Rapha to me, my healer. And I receive healing for my physical body tonight. And Father, tonight I pray encouragement come to every person that's experienced any degree of disappointment or discouragement. I, we, we say in the name of Jesus, the anointing is here and destroys the yoke. And we thank you, Father, for the anointing flowing out right now and encouraging, encouraging every person and giving them a hope, high hopes in the Word of God. We thank you that you are our exceeding great and precious reward. Thank you, Father. I agree with everyone that's praying about a certain thing tonight. I come into agreement with you. As long as it's biblical, it's scriptural, it's a promise of God, I pray the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. And we thank you for it. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus.